For those of you who have lost money, like millions overnight. For those of you who are or have been in personal debt. For those of you who have been at rock bottom, ready to give up. Get ready because it's gonna get a whole lot worse. And that's a great thing. This is Below Zero to Hero, a brain dump by The Fail Coach, helping entrepreneurs develop a healthy relationship with failure. Look, failure can't be feared. It's the number one killer of creativity, ideas, dreams, and even entrepreneurs themselves. And it's thought will never get in your way again. With the right mindset, failure can be step one into a new journey of being a better leader, having better balance, better relationships, and most importantly, success. So bring it on. This is Below Zero to Hero with The Fail Coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brain Down by The Fail Coach. We have another interview today, and we have Emily Davis with us. Uh, Emily, welcome to the show, and uh, please do introduce yourself a little bit to our audience. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah, so my name is Emily Davis, and I am an author and a psychic and a metaphysical coach that essentially helps people discover their purpose through unblocking and learning to use their own natural abilities, such as being a psychic, um, without fear. Okay. Well, there's a whole lot of things that I know sound uh, strange to the more grounded in the audience. Mm -hmm. And um, well, a few weeks ago, I was doing another interview um, and I had a coach, uh, a fellow coach, and she was talking about some of the not so grounded stuff, but uh, uh, roughly at about half of the episode, we realized that uh, she, uh, she and I, we basically do almost the same thing, just using different vocabulary. Um, but but it, it was very much aligned to how we both approach uh, business coaching. So let's see how yeah. this one will go. You threw a lot of magic in there. From <laughs> start. Uh, so what is a metaphysical coach? What is a psychic? Um, do yeah. introduce us a little bit to all of that. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you asking that question because I feel like those terms tend to still conjure up for people like the pictures of the neon signs that say like palm reading here or the, you know, wagons where some lady would look at a crystal ball way back in the 1800s. And that's not what it is today as much. So when I say I'm a psychic, it is really just kind of a catch all term for the fact that I um, am a, a very deep intuitive. So I can, you know, channel people's spirit guides and I can, you know, read people's energies as far as seeing if they have blocks or anything along those lines. I can get, give them messages, do past life readings and a, and a huge variety, variety of other um, kind of energetic and metaphysical gifts in between that as well. And when I say gifts and things, it's really what I'm just talking about is unique ways of perceiving information that we can't perceive with our normal five essentially. So what I do in my business is I help other people. I deeply believe that every single one of us on this planet has the ability to have these gifts, has these gifts within them, um, but we just all are very, very blocked. And those blocks tend to actually show up in different ways, even if you're not, you know, um, one of the even if you're one of the more grounded folks and not not so up here in my airy fairy magic land as me, um, you'll have these blocks show up in your life in different different ways and different capacities. And when you move those through and you really put the emphasis on learning how to access your magic and overcome your fears of doing so, then that can open tons of other doors for you because you're clearing out tons of trauma and stuff along those lines. So in my business specifically, I help people 
a lot of people who are struggling with massive amounts of fear around these gifts, but they're, you know, they're, the gifts are still coming up and causing them all this anxiety and it's affecting their work and it's affecting everything else. Um, and also people who are really just struggling to find their purpose and they know that there's this other part of themselves and it's really time for them to tune in and access that part of themselves um, to see themselves as a whole person. Okay, okay, okay. Let's start from the beginning. So you say um, that it's very important that every entrepreneur uh, uses a magic as an entrepreneur. And then you go uh, along those lines and you say, say that that magic or accessing that magic helps mm -hmm. you discover your purpose. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm all ears. I don't even know <laughs> how to ask anything, but like, just uh, go ahead. The floor is yours and awesome. you know, do your monologue and introduce okay. us to the whole magic purpose entrepreneurship. Uh, well, absolutely. Game. So at the very base level, if you're, when you block off your gifts and you're blocking off your magic, you're blocking off part of your own intuition. So specifically as an entrepreneur, it's so important to be able to follow your intuition and trust your gut and know strongly like what choices to make and um, what path you're headed on. And part of knowing that is knowing all of your gifts or at least having a base level knowledge of what magic you have because it's part of who you are as a person. And everyone has this ability. So every, I mean, yours might not be as huge as mine where I like, you know, tap into the future and see people who aren't necessarily physically there. Um, but yours maybe, you know, maybe you're really good at instantaneously sensing energy about a person and that that way you can pick, do I want this person as a client or do I not right off the bat and save yourself time. Um, maybe you're, you know, really good at manifesting things and you can really drive your company based off of that manifestation gift. Um, and which is essentially just calling in what you want when you want it. So there's a whole variety of things that can happen once you truly start tapping into this magic. And I deeply believe it's essential for entrepreneurs because you, we're in a stage in the world right now where if you're showing up without without vulnerability, you know, ultimate vulnerability and authenticity, people are seeing right through you and they're like, nope, their energy is already weeding through whether they are consciously doing it or not. The people who are truly showing up as authentic people and the people who are showing up trying to fake it, you know? And so if you're, the more you show up as an authentic person, the more you can acknowledge and see all these different parts of yourself, the more people will be drawn to you and therefore also drawn to your product, whatever that is. Um, so that's kind of like a broad, this is why I really think entrepreneurs need it. As far as you're finding your purpose through this, it's so interesting because it's hard sometimes to even talk about the concept of having a purpose, um, because it's so hard for us to weed through all the different information that we're bombarded with every day and really understand what it feels like to be in align with, alignment with something enough to claim, yes, this is my purpose. And I know this is why I'm here. All right. I tend to talk about it as your big why. And there's, there's two parts to your big why. There's the big why for the planet, your mission, your grander scheme of things that you really you know, are aligned with, that your, your purpose on this planet really is. And then you, there's your personal big why, which is why you're wanting to achieve that purpose for yourself, whether it is to you know, have a lot of money or whether it is so you can have freedom of time or whether it is to, um, you can, you know, be able to help as many people as possible and that makes you feel good because you can open up a nonprofit, whatever it is so there's like a big purpose and then also your personal big purpose so there's two parts to your own personal big why 
And getting to know your magic is so important in seeing both halves of that and actually getting to understand your purpose, because you'll actually understand what it feels like to be in alignment once you get to know your own energy, once you've cleared out all the blocks and the fears and the trauma and the shame and the guilt and all these things that are suppressing and blocking your abilities and blocking your magic, you actually get to start to know what your own energy feels like and when, when something is a resonant match for your energy. And you can also start to really hear not only your intuition, but see and hear the signs that the universe is giving you when you're on the right path and really what it is just doing is right now you have a whole big mess and we're just cleaning up the mess and helping you organize everything so you can see it in a clear way and feel drawn to whatever you're supposed to do okay 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 a uh, lot of information to take in uh, i know Emily, <laughs> you're like uh, monologue and i'm like i can monologue are you sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, I need to learn a little bit before I can start asking questions. Uh, yeah. But like my first question would be, do you feel that it is us who find our purpose or is it the purpose that finds us when we literally least expect it? When we, when we, well, basically we have to, like, I believe that we have to, you know, do the whole circle and mm -hmm. uh, come to that point of the freedom of choice where you are free from um, the material world or the needs of the material world. You're no longer struggling. You know, you have the freedom of time. You have the freedom of money. It's not, you know, month to month, week to week problems and so on. So, um, you know, you kind of free yourself up from the stress, from, from um, uh, the daily struggle and, and all of that. And yeah. uh, somehow that at that point, we kind of, uh, start intuitively doing what our purpose whatever that might be is like that's how i see it that we don't really find our purpose but our purpose finds us when we are ready for it and some people are lucky to find it at you know very young age and they go and play violin for the rest mm. of their life and they enjoy it and, and love it um, but on the other hand, some people might find it in their 30s, in their 40s, in their 50s, whenever they make the full circle, um, if they do it. And that's how I believe you can find your purpose. But now, like, yeah, uh, your take on it. Yeah. So my take is a little bit different, but I do... I agree that there, in a lot of ways you're dead on with like, yes, you do have to get to a place where you're comfortable enough for your purpose to reach you. But for some people, their purpose isn't going to be um, associated with that. Like I, I had a client at one point in time, um, this is a sidebar before I answer the official question, but <laughs> I had a client at one point in time and she did all this work and we really got into her gifts and she realized that her purpose was to make as many people smile as possible. Like that's what she felt most aligned to do. And that was external from her own business that she was running. She was like, yes, I want to make people smile in my business, but I want to make sure like part of my gifts is knowing what people are struggling with and being able to have a conscious conversation with them and, you know, remove those energies that are holding them back so that they can smile and have more smiles. So she like started to consciously do that just throughout her day to day. And that was what was aligned for her. And that might grow into something bigger as she keeps down that energetic path. Um, so I think that your purpose, there, if 
your purpose is constantly something that is wanting to come to you because of why you incarnated in this lifetime is to achieve a specific thing to overcome things to achieve things you have a driving force uh, behind you however if you have so many things standing in your way things like money constraints or things like you know basic survival things or also you know things like your past trauma or you know your own fears or your own doubt of yourself which is just so detrimental um, then it's going to be incredibly hard for you to reach that purpose so what I essentially do and the reason that I do this is because we I clear out a lot of those blocks to help welcome that purpose in sooner and it's helping people set the intention like hey I want to live in my purpose now Millennials are doing this really interesting thing. And most of the people I work with are millennials for the most part. Um, millennial entrepreneurs a lot of the time. Um, and sometimes millennial, millennial stay-at-home moms, just people that are struggling. Um, but millennials are doing this really interesting thing. And I was in HR management for a while before. And I actually did a lot of um, research and reading on this before I even started my own business. Because it was so hard to hire and retain employees because millennials really aren't into doing it, aren't into doing anything that aren't, isn't aligned with their purpose. So like already people are wanting more meaningful work. They want to make sure that they're making a difference. They want to know that what they're doing matters and it's important. Um, and so we can start to actually have the conversation of, Hey, what if we call your purpose in let's clear stuff out. So nothing blocks it. Let's make you an energetic match for the vibration that you're seeking. And then we can work that way and allow it to expand and grow as it does. Um, one thing that really caught my attention right now, uh, millennials. Yeah. Do they really work with alignment with their purpose or do they think that they are, but they're really guided so much by um, the norms of the society? Because what I see with millennials, and I've met quite a few of them, is that they are, uh, because, you know, um, since young age, they were bombarded with information, um, iPhones, iPads, and all of that constantly in their head, uh, hands, um, all the social media and so on. And they're very, like, at that young age, it's very easy to influence people. Um, they, they, they take it even, you know, more to the heart then you know when you're older you, you do have or you should have some filters in your head um you know to make uh, your decisions but when you're younger you are much more likely to be influenced and do you think that they really are aligned with the purpose or just with like what the masses are doing what the like or or some gurus some some a stars and 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 uh, you know, uh, movie stars or something like that. Uh, because I see this, the second part, that, that they are uh, very influenced and they, uh, they, they have all quite similar purposes that uh, when you start working with them, you see that the attachment is not there. Uh, uh, the emotion is not there because it's not something that came from their heart. It's something that it was influenced from the outside. So I think there's a couple prongs to that um, that I could talk down. But honestly, what millennials have done in a lot of different ways is, I ironically, when you say that like they're following trends and all this different stuff, yes, there is a component of people that are really, they're hopping on the bandwagon with certain things and following trends and wanting to be an influencer or whatever they want to be um, because they feel like that is the next thing. But there's this deep underlying current of a deep search for meaning and purpose um, through all millennials. That's why, you know, we've done things like redefine 
what every single word means, basically. <laughs> we've, we've taken this time um, in this day and age to really like reassess what this word means and why does it mean that way and do we align with this? And more millennials, and the reason it feels, I think, so often like when people are working with millennials, they're like, this person is, they don't have their heart in it because if they don't have their heart in it, oftentimes it shows really, really easily. And so I, I know more millennials that would gladly be poor and couch hop than work for a big corporation that they're not aligned with. Like it is the weirdest change and switch and flop on the head that there's ever been as far as like the, you know, the economy and the employment industry and working in human resources. It was really interesting to see because it would be, be these people that are college educated and they're like, nope, I'm coming to work at a ski resort right now because that's where I worked. I was, I was an HR manager at a ski resort. And they were like, we're going to come work at a ski resort right now because I know that connecting with nature is something that, that I value and for my mental health and for my growth, this is something I need to do right now. And so there's more conversations about, hey, like, let's look at you from a holistic perspective. Let's really dive in. Let's reassess what we believe, why we're believing it, the beliefs of the past. Let's talk about where we're going. So it's really a generation of a lot of consciousness and a lot of just seeking and searching for like purpose and alignment and how can we take ourselves further. And if, if anyone out there is looking to hire millennials, look at, hey, how can we make you know, what are we talking about and what the verbiage are we using when we're talking about our company that can align with them feeling like they're contributing to something bigger than themselves. And that's going to help your retention rate so much. <laughs> okay. No, so, okay. Um, one thing that where I want to dive a bit later on um, is, is, you know, your corporate background and how you transitioned into being an entrepreneur and, and so on. So I really want to do that. And I think we can talk a little bit more about millennials and, and, and the whole, um, HR uh, uh, that comes with millennials. Um, mm -hmm. So we could definitely dive a little bit in there. Yeah. And I do believe it can be very valuable to our listeners. Uh, but one thing, uh, so you mentioned two uh, purposes um, or two whys. Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Because, um, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, I just... Um, um, I can't see how you can have, like, I can, I, I understand how you can have more than one why. Uh, I personally, I have three whys that, that drive everything that I do and I know why they're there and so on. Uh, but uh, I'm just not sure uh, if I understood this concept of the inner why and the outer why um, that you were describing earlier in the yeah. correct way. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the outer why, so your why for the planet. So to just talk about it, an example of myself, like my outer why is I want to raise the consciousness of the planet by helping as many people access their magic as possible. Like that is my purpose. Everything I've ever, my whole life has led up to that, right? Like in, and, and doing all this work and cleaning all this stuff out, I can see energetically the path that has been laid out for me to do exactly that. So that's like my outer why, my big, massive purpose. My inner why, which is like the purpose for me in my life, is because I want to connect with as many magical people as possible. I want to, you know, have stability and um, have, help my kids can have successful lives in that way too. And all of that is about connecting with my own personal magic. So they both kind of support each other. So we have the outer why, that's this big overarching purpose. But the inner why is like my purpose in my own immediate life, like what I can see in my immediate circle that doesn't necessarily affect tens of thousands of people, but mine is like stability and accessing and using my own magic to the best of its ability. 
which supports both. Wouldn't you say that it's, it's in effect, it's, it's really just the big goal um, and milestones that support the big goal? Essentially, yes. Um, however, it's a lot of times, especially when talking about something as large as magical stuff, it's really easy to, to compartmentalize it into two energetic spheres in that way. Um, so that's why I talk about it in those two different pieces. But really, you, I mean, a lot of it is like the little steps, but they're really just, you know, more personalized goals and then a larger goal. Okay. Okay. I know. I mean, because even when I look at like the, the, the three whys that guide me or, or that inspire me, um, just to make it really short. So one is around animals and a lot of the things that I want to do um, around that. The second oh, one is, uh, excuse amazing. me. Oh, that's so amazing. That makes my heart so happy. I'm so, I'm such an person. Uh, and so the second one is then uh, my goal of failures anonymous, uh, which is like AA just for, uh, you know, talking about failures, more groups all around the world. Um, and in a way, trying to break that taboo called failure through other activities as well. So those are kind of like the two big whys and mm -hmm. and and then the third one is really to support this too uh but uh you know it's it's helping as many entrepreneurs as possible through my online programs and so on uh to fund those two because those two are you know not for profit and i don't yeah. want to search for donors and and organizations and so on so i want to fund them by myself um and so you know uh, this third one is about making the money to support those two, but all uh, along the way, helping entrepreneurs. So it's a win-win-win. So they get the help that they need. Um, uh, uh, the money gets to those two other organizations. And I love doing this anyway. But, but kind of like all three, if you look at them, have a lot to do with, with me. Yes, they are... Uh, big but but they intimately come from me from my past experiences like let's go to the animals so why why do i want to help and i mean i was always an animal person but mm -hmm. not to that huge extent it was only when i went through my biggest failures in 2009 and, and then you know the suicide attempt in, in attempts in 2010 and so on and as i was rebuilding myself at one point when i was like maybe one third there to 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 uh bouncing back i adopted a dog and you know that dog uh inspired me in so many ways and 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 really like i loved that dog more than i loved myself back then but because of that dog um i started working on myself because you know like what will happen with him if something happens to me and so that animal uh, uh, uh world gave me so much and then you know i became obsessed with it uh, uh to the point where i you know adopted three more dogs in the recent years and i'm i moved to eastern europe where they have this huge problem with dogs on the streets uh, but it's not just about dogs i mean um i'm about all animals it's just you know i can't do everything at once um mm -hmm. so i just went you know for the first big problem that I saw. And, you know, now during the day, I'm running around the street, chasing dogs around and, and you know, things like that, and then helping them find new homes and so on. So, uh, oh, but, but it's, it's, it's still, 
it's still something that you know like yes you can say that's like a purpose for the world but it's still uh driven you know it, it still gives me <clears throat> you know it, it's not that i'm so disconnected from that big purpose it's really something you're doing for the universe uh and and you know without anything in return of course i get a lot in return like any every animal that we save every uh new <clears throat> uh animal that we find new home and so on um it warms my heart it, it it's in a way it is an egoistical act uh because i feel better when i do that and of course mm -hmm. it's a win-win because you help them as well so what i would say and just talking more on the energetic level Absolutely. Those things are definitely things that align with you and they're very much on you. Um, breaking that down, I would say those are more of your inner purposes because those are your like more specific concrete goals. And then I would take it to an outer one as well, as far as like, you seem really, really passionate and aligned with helping, whether it's people or animals come back from a really dark place. Right? Like that seems like yeah, very yeah. much the theme of all of it. So I would say that more of your outer why would be talking more about that theme on the planet um, and what you want to do for the planet in that extension. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's more of what I'm talking about when I talk about the inner and the outer. Okay. 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 Now I understand it better. Um, yeah. Well, Emily, let's go now to your corporate background and <laughs> your transitioning into the um um like uh how how uh what's the term boss babe uh uh entrepreneur <laughs> or uh like those are some of the hashtags that i constantly see how they're on the internet um so how did that look like like i mean you started in the corporate environment you were quite high um and give us a little bit of intro what was it that you were doing and yeah. and then what made uh, what made you make the choice to to go out and uh maybe a bit of introduction into some of the first steps as an entrepreneur totally absolutely um so definitely i know go, thinking like human resources jump to emily does magical crap um is a big jump so um <laughs> i understand that so i was um in hr management for um a a corporate ski resort company. They own many, many mountains all around the world. And um, specifically, I worked with like three different unique mountains. Um, and it really was an interesting experience because if any of your listeners are part of the ski industry, they're all going to know immediately what I'm talking about or if they ever have been because it's the most transient employment population because it's seasonal workforce. Um, you hire huge in August, September, October, and then you're laying off by the end of March. Like it's just, the, it's crazy the amount of shifting and the different problems and different issues and all this different stuff. So I actually, I really, really loved the work um, and a lot of strategic planning and business you know, like business partnership and, and the whole nine yards. Like I loved being in HR, I really did. But I was coming on this stage of my life where I was already helping people with their magic kind of on the side in my own time, just because it was something I was passionate about. And I didn't want to let like that passion really go. And my other passion um, was, is writing books. I have, I've been passionate about that for a long time. I was a ghostwriter. My mom is a professional copy editor. She worked for an author when I was younger and as a librarian, so like books, like govern my life. And so I had, I had written a couple fiction books and was, you know, trying to get them published at the time. And basically I was really frustrated. This was two Januarys ago. And I was like, all right, 
I need to figure out what's next. Like what's my next step? Because I don't see myself moving up in the corporate world. Uh, I can't align so much with defending the company's values. I'm more along the lines of defending the employees. And I know the more I move up, the more it becomes about the company and less about the employees essentially. And I was having a really hard time aligning with that. And even though it was a good job and it was, you know, very fun and I, I got a lot out of it, I was just like, there has to be something next. So I asked the universe, I was like, okay, whatever is next, I need to see it. I need to figure out what's next. So please let me know. And almost the next day, I, um, it was the next day, actually, I got, I saw an advertisement for a book coach, the author incubator. And I was like, huh, I could go with a book coach. Like, you know, I've never written nonfiction. I've never thought about writing nonfiction, but I could write a nonfiction book like very easily. Like I have a lot of nonfiction help I could offer people. And I was kind of, again, already doing some of the stuff on the side. So I signed up and ended up working with them. And um, the, uh, my book was set to be published on uh, May 1st. And uh, in the end of March, I was told I was being laid off from the ski resort, effective May 1st. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, effective the day my book is getting published, I'm being laid off. They basically reorganized all of HR and every HR manager across the company lost their job. And same with some of the directors and a lot of lower level stuff, like a whole bunch. It was a huge reorganization all around the world. And I was just like, well, I guess this really was what is next. And so then I had to really start looking at like, what do I want to do? Like, what is it that I, I know I, I want to run my own business. And I know that my gifts are in this place of helping people with their magic what would that look like and how can I go about doing that? So that's really what started me on the path of I'm going to figure this out. And I worked with business coaches and I, I figured out what I wanted it to look like. I really intuitively channeled a lot of things and it kind of just grew from there into um, basically the iteration of what my business is now, which, which is coaching. And then I'm also a working psychic. So like people can purchase readings and stuff from me too, because that's just fun for me and I enjoy it. So, um, so I do both what, of those things. What, what, what's like, tell us a little bit about the readings. Absolutely. So I do a whole, I have like a huge menu of different types of readings that I do because there is so many different things um, that I can channel and that people want to know and things along those lines. So there's always the classic, like what you would think people go to a psychic to of, am I going to get a promotion or what's my love life going to be in the next year? Those ones are always things that I get. And that's great. I don't mind channeling those at all. Um, and that's a lot more of like energetic future sight is what I call it. So it's what you would typically think of a psychic, but I'm not going to be like, you're going to meet Bobby and he's going to be on the 2nd of July because that's not how it works. We all have the own power of manifestation to create our own lives. And so I can see energetically you have this coming your way, but it looks like you have these couple energetic blocks. Let's pull some of those blocks for you so that you can really align with this relationship you, that you want or this career change that you want or something along those lines. So that's kind of like the basic future site one. But I also do you know, connecting people with their spirit guides, channeling messages from their spirit guides. I channel, um, I do mediumship, so channeling people who have passed on. Um, so I do a lot of that. Um, helping people channel their, like I channel people's past lives and talk to them about their past lives and how it's affecting their life now um, and things along those lines as well. I also do a lot of like energy clearings, um, like either I will make your haunted house not, ha not haunted, <laughs> I do those, um, or if you're, you know, having energy blocks in your physical body, we go in and we talk, you know, I channel where those are and what those are and remove limiting beliefs and flip them energetically and stuff. It's a really, really, a bunch of different, really fun and powerful things to help people with. And um, I okay. even do packages for people occasionally where we have more than one session or some people just want one and that's good too. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Do you need a lot of preparation for something like that? Or is that like something that's constantly in you? It is constantly in me. And when I was younger, it was actually a really big struggle because I couldn't turn it off. And so there was a period of time where I was completely crippled by anxiety all day, every day. I was depressed because I didn't know what was going on and I didn't feel like it was safe to talk about this. I was scared all the time. Like even like, even in like late high school, like my senior year of high school, I'm like 18 years old. I had my mom like sleep in bed with me most of times because I couldn't be alone in my space because things would want to talk to me, you know, and, or I would see things or I would feel things or all this different things would happen. And I was just terrified all the time. So it took a lot of years of training for me personally to understand how to turn it on and off, but I can tap in really, really quickly. And I can also shut it off now, which is really nice for the most part. I'll I'll disclaimer that. (laughs) Um, Is there anything where we could like do a super quick demonstration? Like I, I I love putting people on the spot. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, great. Yeah, I mean, is, is there like anything we could do, like a simple, quick, I don't know, demonstration of, of this superpower of yours? Absolutely. So do you have a specific question that you want to ask? No, or do you want a specific no, no, meeting no. you want me to do? This just no? came to my mind like this second. Okay. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. How about I just see if I can tap in and get some messages from your guides, um, anything that you need to know or, you know, guidance that you're seeking, or I could even just do it for your audience, anything like that? Um, yeah, yeah, like just whatever you feel, uh, something okay. simple, something quick that where we can demonstrate uh, how Absolutely. this looks like. So first and foremost, like you are really, um, you have a couple really strong guides that help you specifically. One is really help, help helps you in like personal life matters and one helps you in like business life matters and they're almost like twins and so you have them there which is really interesting because usually it's not usually that clean cut but it seems like very consistently like throughout your life you have been driven um very easily towards things and you can actually hear them and feel guidance in their intuition really clearly which is really really nice um really really interesting thing that i'm just tuning into before i even like look into messages does your lower back hurt um, yeah, doesn't every entrepreneur's lower back hurt? <laughs> well, it just feels like there's a lot of like a intensely dense energy around like your lower right above your hips, um, very significantly there, um, where you have kind of like just an energy blockage in your field. So if you want, I can just kind of pull that and that'll help with some of that lower back pain. Hopefully not every entrepreneur's back hurts. <laughs> Mine doesn't, so I hope okay. that's not the case. Um, but I'll I... pull that for you really <laughs> okay okay pull it out okay okay yeah so you just have like a really interesting energy block that was just kind of sitting right there and causing a lot of like tension and pain not just in like the muscles but just in the energy of your lower back there um and then really clearly i just heard as i like tapped in and pulled that out that like your um your new goals and your new projects it feels like there's two specifically i don't think they're part connected to the why but it's more of like a hands-on tangible like two things you're working on really hard right now both of them look like they're going to really take off really really soon which is super interesting and cool um and your guides were really specific in saying like that you're you're operating in alignment and like the steps that you're taking are the correct ones um and to keep moving forward and pushing with that because you're like definitely like what i can see is like almost like an ocean and you're like moving with the tide and it's like really cool um so that's really good and thank you uh, yeah thank you thank you guides 
yeah, yeah. It's really cool. They definitely both um, really guide you, and they're both very strong energy, which is really cool um, too. Sometimes, I mean, guides can show up as everything from like a little bird to like just a light being, um, and everything in between. But it's like very strong energy that's guiding you, which is um, awesome. Uh, but also, the other guide immediately cut in after that was like, "You're doing great in business." It was like, "Don't forget to keep reminding yourself that compassion is good, and having the compassion that you have is really important, um, and it's going to just keep being just as important as you as you keep." growing in this new endeavor well that sounds very nice thank you for that uh, but um um like uh, apart from all the good things that i've just heard is there yeah. anything uh bad uh, uh you know like is, is there like uh, uh any any uh warning or 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 anything like that yeah. that i should be mindful of um let me double tap tap in on that a little bit it doesn't feel like there's any super like intense negative energy or anything headed your way initially like when i like see into your energetic field or anything along those lines um i would what i what i'm hearing pretty specifically is to be very cautious um around connect it, it feels like around connecting with people um but I feel like it's more going to be along the lines of like business systems as in like, like uh, electronic systems is what it feels like is to just look out and do your research around electronic systems. That's very, very clear. Um, and then also to in constantly, um, there's this weird thing that's coming up around like almost, it almost feels like um, loneliness or like a, a massive eagerness to like want to make deeper connections with people and to just be wary that you're not, ever being motivated in that direction based off of the denser emotions if that makes sense oh. so like the harder yeah, emotions yeah. feel um, uh, funny you said that just the other day um i was uh, uh on a, another podcast episode i don't know how we got to that um we were talking about something about emotions and and and, and all that stuff and uh i shared that in the in my past relationships why my private relationships why they usually failed the way they did was because i was so much guided with that wish to have a family uh mm -hmm. that i was overlooking uh you know not doing all the right due diligence not doing all the right steps along the journey uh or not uh, not not being careful about the signs why that the relationship wasn't the right one and it was only after i really uh let go of that wish and just said to myself you know what you have four amazing dogs if that's it that's it um like whatever whatever life will bring but uh, i had to let go of that because i was so guided in those relationships wanting to make them work because of that wish for the family for kids um, that I was doing all the wrong steps. Yeah, that's definitely what you're, it's good that you're conscious about that. Cause that's definitely what I was getting like energetically, what I was getting through you too, is like, don't let that, you know, loneliness and that push be your motivator to take those steps, um, or to, you know, desire for that deeper connection with people. It'll come naturally. And the more you raise your vibration, it'll come too. So but yeah, Perfect. those are some really cool things from your guides and hopefully your back feels better. Oh, also drink more water. That one oh, I got I, really early too. I drink a lot of water. I think, I, I don't know how that is in gallons. Do, do you know liters? I know liters, yeah. Okay, then cool. So I, I do at least, I, I think between four and five liters every day, which is huge. Yeah, no, that's a lot of water. 
I, yeah. I, I wonder if that's too much water. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that might be what it is. I just usually when I see water, I'm like, oh, people need to drink more water. So I, I just saw really clearly like your water. So I wonder if that's like <laughs> be sure you're conscious of the amount of water you're drinking. I've never had that one before. That's interesting. Usually everyone's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Emily, Emily, yeah. Let, let, let's okay. We we I mean, like I had to ask because you know I never spoken with anybody uh, who would you know have these gifts um, in in the past. So I had to use this opportunity. Uh, I hope you don't mind. Um, oh, not but, at all. <laughs> but um, for the audience, I mean, now that they've heard that everything will be okay with their favorite host. Um, um, <laughs> um, I, I would still love to get a little bit of that entrepreneurial journey from you. And I mean, if you're not, uh, I, I know that when people are in the early stages, uh, I mean, you've started your entrepreneurial journey, what, two years ago. So mm -hmm. you're still in that early stage. And sometimes yeah. it might be awkward to talk about the struggles that we had to go through. But if you don't mind, you know, because a lot of our audience here on the podcast are, thinking about starting entrepreneurial journey or they are in that early stages of entrepreneurial journey. So I think yeah. whoever shares anything from, from those early stages, like what was the struggle, how you were overcoming it. I think those are so valuable lessons and they shouldn't be left untold. So um, yeah. I, I hope you don't mind sharing uh, maybe a few of those early stage lessons with us. Oh, absolutely. I will gladly share them because it's definitely not just been a magical cakewalk. Um, uh, the first really big lesson that was really, really hard for me to learn and um, kind of cope with was I wanted to do everything that everyone else said was what I was supposed to do. Um, so much so that I was like just trying to fit myself into like 17 different boxes and fit my business into all these different boxes because this business coach will say this, but then you see this advice on, you know, social media somewhere. And then also you see, you know, this other advice over here. And then, you know, your, your dad who ran a business for the last 30 years tells you to do this other thing. And you want to try to do all of them because you want so badly for your business to be successful. And that was a huge lesson that I had to learn was like, no, I get to use discernment and figure out what's aligned for my particular business. And maybe it's none of these things that they're recommending, but I need to try something for 30 days, just that one thing, see if it works, and then try the next thing. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> and that was a really big one because it was almost part of my own imposter syndrome of like, who am I to run this business? Like, I just need to do everything that everyone else says and everything will be great, right? And that's yeah. not exactly how it works. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was a big lesson, um, very much right in the beginning that I had to really, really tackle. And it actually, you know, like it, it resulted in me, like I even, you know, dropped out of a couple coaching programs and things like that because I was just like, there was so much information and I was trying so hard to figure everything out like right away that it was just clogging up everything. Um, and then the other thing is like my, what the people I talk to and um, the people who resonate with the things that I say aren't isn't going to be everybody and I knew that going into it but I didn't know it to the extent that I know it now um so I wanted to just be like everybody come be magical with me it's going to be so wonderful and that's not how business works <laughs> at all um <laughs> and so like that was my own just like happy fairy nature of just wanting to help everyone and 
it was a huge, and I had to do so much pulling of like limiting beliefs and like my own emotional like gunk to really overcome this hurdle of no, like niching down is a really good thing. And you can help so many more people if you know who the heck you're freaking talking to. Um, and it's not going to be everybody. Yes. You think everyone's magical. That's grand. Not everyone thinks they're magical though. So you have to talk to the people that are going to align with what you actually want to do and who you actually want to help. And the people who actually have even the terms to speak what you're speaking. And that yeah, was a big absolutely. Um, Tell me something. I mean, this is interesting. I mean, you have like a very, I guess, a very interesting niche. Um, how, um, I mean, are you using uh, paid marketing, uh, paid promotions, or are you using organic marketing, organic promotions to, to uh, attract new clients into your world? Honestly, it's a pretty decent 50-50 split, if I'm going to be totally honest. Um, I do tend to run very Instagram-heavy um, paid promotion because that is where a lot of this community of people hang out. A lot of the people who um, would be in line with this sort of things, specifically those that are really struggling with their gifts and don't know what to do and are scared, um, tend to really be on Instagram. That's like the the age range and target market and people entrepreneurs, that's like a huge place. So um, a decent amount of marketing goes there. And then I do a lot of organic marketing because there's a lot of really interesting ways to market yourself in this particular niche very organically. So like I go to psychic fairs um, and do readings for people there. I speak at those psychic fairs too. Um, I do live readings in a variety of different um, Facebook groups that I don't run, but like people have their psychic groups and they have like a couple live readers that they'll have on for their, for their group. And I'm on those panels, you know, of those live readers so that I can do those there. And I market a lot of my stuff to those people in those groups, um, very organically as well, which is really interesting because it's a beautiful marrying of like, Hey, I'm actually using these gifts in my business. And if you're struggling with them, like this is a possibility for you too. Like if you, you know, maybe you really do need this magical component to take your business to the next level or, or maybe, you know, you really just need to figure out what your you know weird gifts are happening so it stops affecting your business or whatever it is um so i do a lot of organic reach that way and then i also run um a metaphysical comedy podcast and i'm um it's it's doing really well and it's really fun and i do a lot of connecting with other podcasters and a lot of podcast interviews and things along those lines because of that and that's um, another way that i market myself metaphysical comedy podcast Yep, I run a metaphysical comedy podcast. What's that? <laughs> it's, it's called Perceptionist Anonymous, and it's me and a co-host. And every week, um, we talk about a different metaphysical concept, whether it's like numerology or uh, sacred geometry or hypnotism, whatever it is, and everything in between. Um, and we really tackle it, and we talk about it in in words that everyone can understand. So it's really geared towards people who are really starting out on this you know, mystical metaphysical journey. And we just, um, my co-host is really in, like, active in the stand-up comedy community, and I'm, I really am passionate about being funny myself. So we spend a lot of the time like trying to make these really abstract and sometimes hard or scary concepts as funny as possible while on the show so that it's, it's less scary when you're facing them in your real life. Okay, okay. That sounds very interesting. Well, Emily, um, thank you for sharing everything so far. Uh, yeah. Now... One thing that I do love to ask all my guests is tell us a little bit about Emily. Yeah, Emily is a mom of three kids. Um, I have an eight, nine, and 10 year old. I live in Lake Tahoe, California, 
which if you've ever been here, you know how amazing it is. If you haven't, you should Google it because it's, it's incredible. Um, and I will never leave. I was born and raised here. I've moved away a couple times, always come back. Um, Emily is an artist. My, one of my major passions is drawing and creating. And that's what it's been forever. And I have a rescue dog and two rescue bunnies. Oh, nice. Rescue bunnies. That's really nice. Yeah, they um, hop right at my house. They're like litter box trained, so they're like house rabbits, and they like they do their own thing. It's pretty fun. Oh, it's sweet! And and kudos for the for the rescue dog. Yeah, um, Emily. Um, like, okay, we've been talking. I mean, whoever I'm guessing, whoever uh, needs to contact you will already know from from this discussion so far. Um, and of course we will include all your links in, in the show notes anyway, so they can reach out to you, they can find you, but is there any specific message that you would like to share with the audience about who should contact you? Who do you prefer to work with? Or, you know, what are the ways that they can work with you? Um, it's the promo time to call it that way. All right. Promo time. Um, first and foremost on my website, you can um, ask me one free question like one free psychic guidance question. So if you're like, well, I have this thing I've always wanted to ask, I offer one free question for everyone. So if you wanna ask that on my website, you're more than welcome to. Um, so that my website's damselnomore.com, which is also the name of my book. Um, like damsel in distress, but no more. Um, <laughs> and the people who, if you are struggling with your gifts, like if you're scared when you go to sleep or in the dark, or you know, you're scared of these things coming to you, or you're having this massive anxiety because you know, you get the feeling that things are watching you or all these different things where this is really affecting your life. Uh, it's totally normal. Everyone who has ever tapped into their gifts experiences that fear, but you definitely need a team to help you through it. And that's what I'm here for. And also, if you really just know that those gifts play a big part in your future and who you are, that's the people I work with too. So you can set up a one-hour free magical clarity session with me to see if you're a good fit to be um, to ha have my coaching and for us to work together. And that you can do on my website as well because I would love to have the opportunity to chat with you and and really dive in and see you know what's holding you back from using your magic and what you're afraid of and how we can work through that. So all of that is on my website, which is again, damselnomore.com. Um, and then if you want to check out my podcast, it's Perceptionist Anonymous, Metaphysical Comedy. And also um, I am on really active on Instagram myself um, and my handle is at liker of words. Perfect. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, perfect. And of course, like I said, we will include all those links in the show notes as well. So everybody who's listening, you can just click it, click on those links and they will take you uh, to Emily. Emily, my last question, the last hey. golden nugget of wisdom that you want to share with the audience. It, it can be, or but it doesn't have to be related to what we were talking so far. It's just really what you would like to share as the last thing with the audience. Mm -hmm. My golden nugget of wisdom for your audience, I just channeled a little bit because I was like, ooh, I have a couple options. And very clearly my guides were like, you need to share this one. So I'm gonna share this. Um, never forget to exist on purpose. You are the person who gets to decide when you change, how you change, and what you do throughout your day-to-day -day life. So constantly ask why you're doing something and if it's something you want to be do, doing. And that is the best way to exist on purpose is to continue to choose your own existence and choose your own adventure and choose how each day is going to be magical for you. Perfect. 
Emily, it was a huge pleasure talking with you. This was a really nice uh, and, and fun conversation. Um, and I have learned uh, a lot about myself uh, throughout it. So that's, that's always very good. Um, so thank you for that. I, I really appreciate you for being my guest. I appreciate you for everything that you're doing, uh, what you're giving back to the entrepreneurial community. Um, and I really wish you all the best on your magical journey. Thank you so much. This was a really, really wonderful conversation. And I really hope your audience gets a lot out of it. And I appreciate you all.